Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Hello and welcome back to Radio KBPV. I'm Ranger Gord Tolton. Welcome to a new feature here on Radio KBPV. And this is, uh, I'm going to call this Farley's Frontier Chronicles. Now most of you know Farley if you're from the Pincher Creek area or familiar with the museum. He is uh, born and raised in Pincher Creek and uh, a trained historian by trade and author himself. And uh, Farley does two weekly columns in the Pincher Creek media. That is the uh, Shooting the Breeze newspaper and also the Pincher Creek Echo. So what this uh, new edition of this feature is going to be readings from Farley's columns. His research is, is ranges far and wide across Pincher Creek's history. Much of that has been collected. 2012 edition of uh, Prairie Grass to Mountain Pass. But Farley is also always looking for new things and he is also th- things that come across. So being December and coming on to Christmas, our first offering here for Farley's Frontier Chronicles is a seasonal offering. And it was printed uh, very recently in the Shootin' the Breeze of December 4th, 2019, in the column that he calls Frontier Canadian Recollections. So this is, um, in here, Farley's going to discuss traditional Christmas celebrations of the Northwest Mounted Police. During the pioneer era, the Christmas holiday traditions of the Northwest Mounted Police were shaped by several factors, namely the paramilitary nature of the force, the geographical isolation that individual Mounties faced, and the religious beliefs of the men themselves. Many of these conditions were apparent with the Mounties horse ranch operations here at Pincher Creek during the Christmas season of 1879. The ranch had been established less than a year and a half earlier. So among the traditions embedded in the folklore, many of the early social conditions of the NWMP and their ranching endeavors at Pincher Creek are embedded in the folklore and are only partially remembered nearly a half century and a half later. 
Particularly interesting, yet hard to get at, are those details that highlight the social conditions and activities of the Mounties. Fortunately, through the Force's annual reports and the oral traditions within the community, an interesting, if incomplete, account of one of those earlier celebrations can be put together. In 1879, there were nine Mounties operating the Pincher Creek Detachment and Horse Ranch. We can name them. These included Inspector Albert Shirtliff, who was the Mountie in charge, Sergeant William F. Parker, and Constables James Bruno, David Greer, John Johnson, Charles Kettles, Alfred Hardwick Lynch Staunton, Peter McEwen, and William Reed. After their honorable discharges, several of these individuals remained in the community they helped to create, establishing themselves as early ranchers and businessmen. In many cases, these early pioneers made lifelong contributions to our Western settlement. Much of the winter of 1879 and 80 was noted for its harsh weather and heavy snowfall. A severe weather front had come through late in the autumn, resulting in a snowfall of 16 inches, followed by cold temperatures. Although conditions had improved by the festive holidays, the weather remained quite winter-like. According to local folklore, most of the men put on their skates and played an informal but vigorous game of hockey on the frozen creek on Christmas Day. That creek was located just north of the detachment, and a length of it was cleared of snow by the men. A few others chose to go snowshoeing, taking advantage of the white blanket of snow. The men would have appreciated the chance to have had some recreational pursuits without the pressures of their patrols and law enforcement duties. Tradition indicates that the men remained at the detachment throughout Christmas of 1879. The geographical remoteness of the place meant that the men could not easily return to extended families back east, and most of that at that point in time were sing single. It was only later in 18, 1880s that these young fellows had families of their own. And speaking to the remoteness, you have to remember that there was no railroad west of Ontario at this point in time. Their law enforcement trolls went as far north as the Porcupine Hills and as far south as the Waterton Lakes. And on occasion when they were caught out late in the day, they would stay at some of the outposts around the area. Plus the work on their horse ranch, which required their constant attention. And often it was difficult to get time off. Christmas day, however, was a time of rest. Other than the ranch chores, Few official duties would have been attended to. One or two of the men would have spent several hours reading the Bible. Most would have pored over those eagerly awaited Christmas cards and letters from back home. The mail received from family members would have been a welcome but very infrequent treat as mail had to pass down the Missouri River in the early fall before the, uh, the freeze-up of the river over the steamboats. Um, from Fort Benton, Montana. A few la years later, as Pincher Creek grew into a small settlement, 
Tri-weekly mail connections between Fort McLeod and Pincher Creek were maintained. During those initial times, contact with Distance Point was tenuous at best. Parcels of Christmas cheer would have been particularly inviting and often shared with the rest of the Mounties. The Christmas feast would have been a midday option. During the pioneer era, wild game was considered a delicacy and deer or sometimes bear may have been served up as a Christmas day roast. If the Mounties were fortunate, they may have bagged a wild turkey or a goose or two and these would also have been favorite alternatives to the game. The entrees were likely with some supplemented with root vegetables grown in their garden of the previous summer and preserved in the root cellar through the fall. The fellows would have prepared the meal themselves and a wood-burning cook stove, perhaps a McClary or a Homestead, were popular the brand names, that would have served as the uh, dependable oven. If the men were fortunate, a Christmas cake or other traditional baking would have been mailed to them and these would have added a popular final touch to their Christmas meals, provided they saved them through the fall. While their stay may have been isolated and far away from family and friends, these pioneer Mounties truly tried to make the best of their Christmas activities. And on behalf of Farley and Laura and myself and Donna, and everyone else at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, we wish you all the best tidings of the season and a happy new year. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K O O. T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.